I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. We're continuing our conversation with Cotopaxi founder and CEO Davis Smith. Uh, as we mentioned before the break, he has acquired a company. I would say a company he's very familiar with. And I want to chat with uh, Davis about what that is, why that is, how it fits into his overall vision uh, for organizations like Cotopaxi and and really how capitalism can help alleviate a lot of social ills uh, better than government. And uh, Davis, thanks for hanging with us today. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. So let's jump into this. Uh, you announced uh, late last week uh, that you had reacquired uh, a very important company that's uh, connected to you from the beginning. <laughs> yes, that's right. You know, this one's a really interesting one. Because I have such a close connection to the company, uh, because I actually started it uh, in 2004, uh, right out of BYU, and uh, I sold the business over a decade ago. So, uh, you know, the business is a pretty—it's it's a pretty interesting business. Uh, very random. Uh, it's a business uh, called Spencer Marston. It's a brand that we started of uh, in the billiard space, so making pool tables and other accessories in the home recreation space, ping pong tops. And uh, I started the business out of BYU because a mentor of mine, uh, Steve Gibson, who was a philanthropist, he was, uh, and still is, pulling people out of poverty by teaching entrepreneurship uh, with an organization called the Academy for Creating Enterprise. Uh, I wanted to work for him. And uh, I'd known my whole life I wanted to find a way to, to fight poverty and make a difference in the lives of people. And he told me and convinced me that if I wanted to make a difference, I should become an entrepreneur. So I left his office thinking, okay, I need to figure out something to do. And I ended up creating this business with my cousin. And uh, we ended up selling it after about six and a half years and uh, went to business school. I went to, to Wharton. My cousin went to Harvard. And um, we kind of didn't think about that business for another 10 years until the last few months. Uh, I found out that the guy we had sold it to was putting the business on the market. And I thought, you know what? I'd always wanted to find a way to do good with that business. I just didn't know how. And I know how to do that now. And so I bought back the business and we're going to use it to go fight poverty and to um, kind of focus on some of the things that I'm I'm really passionate about. Uh, I, I think uh, I don't think anybody got out of bed this morning thinking, now the best way to fight poverty is with pool tables. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and yet you're using this uh, true. <laughs> you're you're using this vehicle of uh, again a great brand a uh, great organization turning it into that social impact uh, as part of the core business uh, to be able to actually do that and uh, I wanted to get to something you, you mentioned that just always strikes a chord to me you talked about uh, the best way to fight poverty uh, the best way to create freedom is through entrepreneurship and I know that's been close to you. I think it's I think it's the mistake we make in a lot of our programs, in a lot of our foreign policy, for that matter. Uh, that what we really need to do is to create space and systems that support entrepreneurs, because ultimately, 
it is entrepreneurs that drive freedom. That helps create upward mobility and opportunity for everybody. Yeah, uh, you know, this is something that's really been interesting. I'm reading a great book right now called The Rational Optimist. Maybe you've read it, Floyd. Uh, I'm not, not sure, but I think you'd love it. Uh, but, you know, this book really kind of reinforces this idea that capitalism and trade has been what's pulled people out of poverty over the last 200 years, uh, where 94% of the planet was living in extreme poverty in 1820. Uh, the world has seen a complete transformation, and it's because of the opening of markets and free trade. And uh, what we've learned is that uh, we can make the lives of people all around the world better through trade and through business. But we also know that we can be pretty destructive to the planet. And so we need to find ways to balance these two things. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm really encouraged by this, this movement that we're seeing of businesses really playing a force for good in the world. We're seeing great companies in Utah like, like Maloof, uh, this, you know, up in northern Utah that, that sells mattresses and other home products, but they've created this foundation that's focused on child trafficking. Um, there's amazing companies like BIG, Beauty Industry Group, that's focused on uh, other things that they're very passionate about around social impact. So their business is doing this. And so Cotopaxi obviously was one of the earliest benefit corporations and B Corps in Utah. And uh, we now, with this new business, Spencer Marston, that I'm acquiring, we'll have pooltables.com, billiards.com, darts.com, and We'll be expanding the product line, but that's just one more business that's saying we're committed to using our profits to go lift our communities and to go focus on people that, that need help. And so, uh, and at the same time, I'm a believer that will be good for the business as well. So uh, I think this is, again, the future of capitalism, doing things a little bit differently than maybe have been done in the past. Yeah, such great insights. Uh, so many great principles to break down. We're going to continue <clears throat> this conversation uh, over the coming days and weeks, because I think it's the missing link in terms of what we really need uh, in our society. It's not more government. Uh, government has a role to play, to be sure, uh, but it's much more about uh, what happens in the entrepreneur space that enables uh, everyone to really engage and rise. And uh, Davis, I did want you to know we've done some research at our house uh, with our Cotopaxi bag, and my wife has become a very passionate pickleball player, uh, which means I also tag along. Uh, but we have found that our Cotopaxi backpack is the perfect pickleball bag. So you may have a new a new line uh, offering there, and hopefully it'll help the social cause as well. Oh, I love that. Thanks, Boyd. Appreciate that. Tell your wife thank you for supporting us. I will do that. And uh, again, uh, great insight today from Davis Smith. And uh, Davis, we appreciate your leadership on so many so many fronts uh, here in the state of Utah and, uh, and across the planet uh, when it comes to just doing things a little different and helping it be a little better uh, for everybody else. Thanks for joining us today, Davis. Thanks, Boyd. Really appreciate it. All right. Again, that's Davis Smith. He's the founder and CEO of Cotopaxi, a great outdoor gear, great brand, humanitarian mission. Uh, if you missed these last two segments of the show uh, with Davis Smith and then uh, Annie uh, Eagle from uh, Cotopaxi as well, talking about uh, this social impact and, and how companies can make a difference, how capitalism rightly applied and properly understood uh, can actually help more people get out of poverty, have help more people have the kinds of opportunities to create their own future and to create their, their own dream. And it's something we've just got to get back to. We keep looking to Washington for solutions. And I'm telling you, they're not there. They're in our homes. They're in our communities. And they are most definitely in our entrepreneurial businesses. 
All right, that's going to wrap up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I'm Boyd Matheson. Coming up, the Tokyo Olympic flame has gone out, but there were many lessons to be learned, and there's so much more that lies ahead. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. More Inside Sources coming up after top of the hour news. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.